From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. Hello and welcome to another episode of Thai Cats Today here on the Thai Cats Audio Network for this Monday, July the 17th, 2023. The Ticats returned to practice today following their 37-29 victory over the Edmonton Elks. The Ticats now go from playing the team with the worst record in the league to the team with the best record in the league, and that's the Toronto Argonauts. The Cats and Argos match up for the second time this season. The first was an Argos win, beating the Cats 32-14 in Toronto. The Ticats have gone on a bit of a winning streak since beating Ottawa and Edmonton, and will look to make it three in a row against the division rival Toronto Argonauts Friday night at home. On today's show, we will have Coach O, Ted Laurent, Taylor Powell, and Ticats kicker Mark Leggio. But first, as always, we will get to some news around the team. Taylor Powell has been announced as the starter for the game Friday night as Matthew Schiltz has been placed on the sixth game injured list to add to the list of injured QBs, not only on the Ticats, but it seems like it's been an issue league-wide. We saw it in Ottawa with Jeremiah Masoli and Tyree Adams, and the Rough Riders also suffered the loss of their number one guy Trevor Harris so it seems like it's been an issue for a lot of teams but we're also seeing the emergence of some of these young quarterbacks coming up from the third string or the second string to to make a mark in this league Powell was good in his small sample size against the Elks going two for four for 46 yards and throwing a touchdown on his very first passing play of the game to Tim White in the end zone Powell will sort of get thrown into the deep end if you will on this one but I think he's more than capable of handling the moment and it'll be interesting to see him get the start coach O spoke about Powell and more following today's practice in your assignment less missed assignments not just you know the tangible plays or things that show up in the in the stat sheet so you're looking for those little things and then collectively uh, you'll you'll ultimately be better no, I can remember having conversations like this where the backups played predominantly a lot. I couldn't tell you what year. Um, this seems to be a lot, though. I don't know where it numbers. I don't, I don't have that. But, um, you know, it's disappointing, but it's also exciting for, you know, the next starters. You know, the only way to un- really find out if you have anything is for them to get in. And if you have a, you know, a solidified starter, then... Most of the time, the backups don't see any time other than a little bit in practice, maybe on some scout team things. So it's exciting for them, but, you know, it's, uh, it's the toughest position to play. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a tough space for all teams. But, you know, for us specifically, Taylor is a guy that I could talk for for probably five minutes, but I'll just say this. It doesn't seem too big for him. Uh, it never has. Since he's walked in, he's a very confident guy, um, not cocky. He prepares. He's a sponge. He wants to be better, but he doesn't pretend to know it all. Um, he's perfectly fun. like he's early in the building. Um, he's just he's a pro, but I think it's authentic. It's not that he knows it. I don't think he's making it. You know, it's just I see his big truck pull up. I look out my window, and he's you know first five guys in the building. And this is when he wasn't starting. This is when he was just backing up and when he just got here. Um, I think he's a natural leader. He commands the huddle. Uh, he's competitive. Um, we'll see. You know, when the lights are on and there's a book on you, it's always different, right? When you come in and spot play, you usually catch people off guard. Um, you know, teams that we play will be ready. And then we're going to have to counter that. That was Coach O. Now Taylor Powell also met with media today, and he made it clear that no moment is too big for the young quarterback. Your first career CFL pass, 
and you threw a touchdown. Just talk me through that first little bit of action you got there in that game last week. Well, it's just a sad part of the nature of kind of the quarterback business is when you're a backup, the only way you go in is, you know, somebody goes down. And um, I have been very fortunate to have a QB room that I think is special with Bo and Matt, who I've been able to learn from and, you know, basically become some of my best friends. Um, so, I mean, they're both warriors, and Matt was fighting his butt off during that game and just, you know, took an unfortunate blow. But I was ready, uh, been ready. Uh, you know, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. I love football. And, uh, you know, it's just I knew what coverage they were in, and Tim made a great play on the ball. So, And now this Friday you're making your first career start in the CFL. What are your emotions going through your head right now, uh, knowing you're going to be making that first start? Well, it doesn't really feel – I'm sure I'll have some emotions before the game or something, but it doesn't really feel like a first start, you know. Um, it's kind of different in college football where you have, like, you don't have preseason games and you don't, uh, you know, I've, we've, this is like week eight, <laughs> you know. So it's like I, I'm, I'm ready to play and I've played and, uh, yeah, it's, I'm excited, so. Yeah, do you feel comfortable, though, now that you've been around you've been around the team just as long as any of the other quarterbacks? Do you yeah. feel comfortable in this game? Yeah, I mean, I've I've been in a lot of locker rooms, and this is probably the, one of the tightest ones I've had. And uh, I got a gr great group, uh, like I said, quarterbacks. And uh, Coach Tommy is, like, it, probably if not one of the best coaches I've ever had. And he's really accelerated my growth. And uh, I'm nowhere where I want to be, but, you know, if I keep having him and – uh, the amount he's poured into me, I'm just super grateful to have him too. You know, it's pretty sweet to have. We were actually talking about the other day. I was like, Tommy, like, you know, you've had like like four or five Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You know, he's kind of like got the Mount Rushmore of CFL guys, and you know, it's kind of cool to kind of just listen to the stories and see the cutups and stuff. And I always ask Bo and just about input and trying to find out ways to simplify the game and find out, you know, kind of how to keep playing up here. So. Yeah, um, you know, it's kind of different. You you know, after the bowl game, I had like two weeks off, right? And then I got right into draft prep and did all that, did the pro day. Then, you know, got a chance with Carolina, got cut there. And then kind of just like next day, I was on a flight up to here. And uh, it was, it's been emotional. It's been a world, like a roller coaster to get up here. And I'm super grateful. But um, I, I wanted to be in this league. I wanted to play up here because I feel like it suits me. Um, it's real fun to play in. And then, uh, yeah, you know, I, I got here like day six of camp. Uh, just kind of got thrown into the fire and was figuring it out. And that's like going back to like having Bo and Matt and Coach Tommy and Coach O and then, you know, the whole offense. Um, it's just been really nice. So I'm excited to play. Uh, obviously, they've got a great thing going on over there. Really physical, um, great DBs, super disciplined, well coached, you know, it's a great test, but like for like me, my, my first start was against Georgia in college football, right? You know, going against the Grey Cup champions and, you know, they're undefeated and, I'm, you know, what else do you want as a competitor, you know? So I'm ready to roll. Um, there's this great quote um, from one of my favorite authors named Ryan Holiday, and he says, you don't ever have confidence, you generate evidence. And I feel like sometimes confidence is kind of a fake thing, especially in this business, right? If you're a good quarterback, you got to believe that, and you got to know that, and that comes from, I think, your values, and that comes from my faith, right? And I'm a very uh, faith-oriented person. I'm actually about to, you know, go to Bible study here soon. And man, there's so, there's so much bigger things in football. Like I don't really understand like why people sweat this stuff. You know, we got to we, we get to go play a game for a living. So you know, it's 
let's just go have some fun with it, you know, and put on for this great town. I love this town. They've, you know, they've accepted me and been great to me in the community, and I just love it here. So That was Taylor Powell, and if some of those answers don't make you think that he's ready, then I don't know what will. Ted Laurent also spoke to media today. The vet has been around these rivalry games a long time between the Argonauts and the Ticats. He mentioned playing these games keeps them young. Rivalry game coming up on Friday. You've been a part of it a long time. What's to be said about this Argos-Hamilton rivalry? Uh, yes, it's a big uh, big week. They, uh, we don't like them. They don't like us. You know, I'm pretty sure they, 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 they fired up, and we fired up uh, as well. So it's going to be a, it's a, it's a huge game, and uh, we're preparing like it. Now the team's won two straight games. Do you feel there's a little more m- momentum here, a little more confidence maybe heading into this game? Yeah, I mean, we, we always had confidence. It's just uh, the result didn't come our way, but we uh we always we always go to work, put our head down, and uh, you know, keep doing what we've been doing. It's just finally stuff uh, is uh, is clicking our way, so we're not gonna stop. We're gonna go to work, uh, practice, get better, and uh, you know, and the result gonna come. Yeah, they are they're pretty good. They have uh, they got two good running back in uh, uh, AJ Ouellette, I believe, and uh, and uh, Andreas, the veteran. So uh, they're, they're pretty strong back. Uh, we got it's gonna take more than one guy to wrap him down, uh, wrap him, wrap him, uh, take him down. But uh, that O line's pretty good too. Uh, I mean, they go overall. They're good uh, like uh, every every phase on offense, uh, from receivers to the O line to the coach to the running back. They they they're well coached and uh, they, they got the personnel. So it's gonna be a uh, it's not going to be an easy task, but uh, we'll be prepared for it. Uh, he's not making any mistakes. Um, he, he's, uh, he's doing, I think he's doing what he's been told. Uh, he's been coaching the, the, the right way. And, uh, you know, he's not making any mistakes, not throwing interceptions. Uh, he's, he's not really playing like a rookie right now. He's, 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 uh, he's acting like a veteran right now. And uh, it's going to be a, 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 a difficult task, but uh, we, we, should, we should be able to handle it. Oh, I mean, it, it feel good. Uh, you know, uh, guys call me uh, OGs uh, up here. Like, you know, they, they look up to me. So, uh, you know, Simone is more of the, the vocal leader. I'm more like a lead by example. So, like, you know, I, I come to work. Uh, you know, I, I practice. I work hard. And guys just, just follow. Just, just follow. And uh, when it, uh, it was time to uh, make my play, and I, and I did. That's all it was. You know, I was right there at the right time. I didn't give up. And uh, I ran to the ball. And that's what happened. Simone made his play. Uh, 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 ran uh, is is a is, is perfect drop. Uh, he ran no, he ran to the ball as well and uh, tip overthrows. So that, that's all it was. Oh, I'm, uh, every little thing is it's keeping me young, man. It's, it's uh, this this game of, of football, man. It's, it's it keep you young, man. And uh, I was uh, enjoy that when I come to work in the morning I, and I see guys, you know, coming to work over laughing, enjoying ourselves. And uh, it's it's, uh, it's 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 real good. So like I said, I, I, it's anything I haven't I haven't seen. I've seen it all, but it's always good to see you know, my brothers. Uh, in, in the workroom and just put a smile on my face. Yeah. That was Ted Laurent. Now the final player I spoke to has been consistent since arriving to the team last month, and that's kicker Mark Leggio. Let's make things clear here. He may have the best name in perhaps kicker history. I mean, Leggio pretty much writes itself, but he also backs up that name with his play and has yet to miss a field goal since joining the team. Knock on wood on that one. I spoke to him about the hot start and what Mark likes to do off the field as well as on the field when we sat down today. Right, so I'm joined now by Mark Leggio, kicker for the Hamilton Ticats and, and uh, maybe one of the newer members of the team. Mark, how have you been adjusting to the city of Hamilton and, and being a Ticat here in the last few weeks? Oh, it's been awesome. Like uh, From the moment I got here, it's been a smooth transition. Um, I'm pretty familiar with Hamilton because I trained up here for um, a, a while now with like Liram and Daryl Wheeler and all, all, a lot of those other kickers. And So it's been a really smooth transition. And I'm loving it here, loving the team, and uh, it's just been an awesome environment so far. Now, I want to 
get to how you became a pro football player and, and being from Canada, it might not necessarily be the sport that a lot of Canadian kids grow up thinking they're going to be a professional in, but be your professional football player. And how did that all start? How did the love for football begin? So was, uh, obviously growing up, you know, I'm Italian. So, you know, I had to start with soccer because, you know, that's just the way it goes. Um, started with soccer, picked up hockey. Then I actually got into rugby in high school and I didn't start football until grade 10 in university because uh, my buddy's dad just said he saw me kicking those extra points in rugby and he's like, hey, come play football. I'm like, I don't know, I can't play football, I'm not the biggest guy, right? But he's like, no, come play, like kick for us, play whatever position you want. I said, you know, I love sports, so why not? I went out, played quarterback, kicked, um, played linebacker, receiver, I tried it all. Mm -hmm. And then eventually after uh, high school, I got uh, recruited to go to Western, and then I got drafted to the CFL after Western, and it's just been an awesome experience being a part of football and just fell in love with it after grade 10. You've probably heard this a lot of times before, but you have the perfect name for a kicker. So so I was thinking maybe that had something to do with it, but that makes more sense. Now, you chose to go to Western. What was the decision behind you going to school there? Uh, I thought it was the best fit for me football-wise, right? Um, I thought uh, with, like, the program that I wanted to do and also just, like, the, the way that the team was at the time, I thought it was just... Um, an awesome an awesome moment and timing for me to go there and uh, I know a couple of guys that went there from my high school so I had obviously a lot of information on the school and they, they said they loved it there so it basically sold it for me as soon as I heard how good it was and I'm glad that I went there had a good five years there and enjoyed every moment of it and at what point at school did did the CFL start looking like an option to you where were you thinking like okay I can make a career out of this I always wanted to play uh, professional sports, no matter what sport it was. And uh, I know football was pretty big in Canada with the CFL. I used to watch it, you know, watch uh, watch it growing up. So um, I I knew it was something I wanted to do, and I'm just happy that I got a chance to be a part of it. And now, when you're not playing football, what are you doing for fun? What are you? What, what's what's your? Are you playing video games? Are you watching Netflix? Or what are you doing? For fun? Um, you know, it's. Any, anything that's a good time, really. You know, I got all my Italian buddies back home, so, you know, just chill out, have an espresso, you know, enjoy <laughs> enjoy the nice uh, outside weather at a patio. But, uh, yeah, just probably friends and family and just being around, like, um, the good people, just always having that good environment around you. It's I'm pretty pretty open. I like anything that's pretty much a good time. And, and the Italian food, is that, is, that, uh, is that your favorite? Oh, of course, you know, a nice uh, homemade, homemade pasta from Nanna and, uh, you know, maybe a nice little panini, but... Um, yeah, homemade meatballs, veal parmesan, you know, all of it. And I know uh, Hamilton's got a pretty big Italian community as well. Yeah. And now let's talk about you coming to Hamilton. What was the decision? How, how did that whole conversation start with you coming to play for the Ticats? Yeah, so I, I, I previously got released by Winnipeg. So I was kind of on like just a, a wait to see which team would call next. And I got a call from Hamilton b- before the Toronto game. And um, that's basically how it happened. It was a pretty quick turnover, but it's uh, kind of cool playing for Hamilton because it's close to home. And uh, I watched them growing up, right? So it's just cool to kind of play for a team that you watch growing up. And now you're actually a part yeah. of it, right? And it's also a big bonus just being so close to home. So, you know, family and friends can always come to the game. And just uh, being around family all the time is something different while playing. Now, now, knock on wood here, you've, you've made every field goal since you've joined the, the team. Consistency seems to be a big part of your game. What are you doing to train to stay consistent? And, and are, are you kicking every day? What, what are these drills you're going through? Because as a kicker, you're not maybe doing the same kind of stuff that, a, say, a linebacker is doing. So what are you doing for training? So it's kind of like once the, once the game's over, you kind of just, even if you do good or bad, you just kind of got to, like, you know, move on to the next one because, like, next game you're you're zero and zero, right? Mm-hmm. So I just uh, keep up my, my training schedule, get my lifts in throughout the week, and, uh, you know, just working on little things I need to from the last week. Like, obviously, field goals go in, but, like, you can always hit a better ball, like, yeah. stuff like that. So I'm always working on consistent ball contact, um, consistent steps, and just, like, getting the timing down with, like, the holder and snapper and the operation time. So it's just, like, basically taking it day by day and, like, just another day 
day at the office, like they always say, right? And a, lo- a big motto I have saying is go one for one. If it's a field goal kickoff or punt, you just go out there, do your best each kick, and move on to the next one. And and now you're working with Jeff Reinbold on that special teams. Just what have you gotten to know about him and, and having him as a coach here, a legend around the league at the special teams? Yeah, he's definitely a legend. I've always heard uh, good things about him. He's one of the best at specials, and I'm just, like, glad to be under his wing, you know, like I'm kind of picking his brain, mm-hmm. learning as much as I can as a player from a coach. And he's just been awesome. Like, he made the t- transition really smooth coming in, and uh, just he wants to do everything that's right. And uh, whatever he wants me to do, like, I'm, I'm not uh, shy to – go away from what he wants to do and he'll he'll work on my skill set and I'll go off what he wants to do but um, it's just awesome having him as a coach and it's been uh, pretty awesome so far. And now we'll move to this game coming up here on Friday a rivalry game Ticats Argos it's an old rivalry just what does the team need to do here to to get the win here against the Argos? You know, we just got to keep it rolling. You know, we've had a good two two wins uh, in the column now. So um, I think we just got to have a good week of practice and uh, get in the mindset and get settled in right now. And, uh, you know, it's a battle of QEW, which is pretty cool, too, to be a part of that rivalry. And, uh, you know, just, like I said, staying consistent and going one for one each day and bringing, bringing it on game day. And then growing up, I guess, you probably experienced this rivalry or watched this rivalry as a, as a kid growing up in the area. Just, just what does it mean now to be a part of this rivalry? Yeah, that's a, uh, it's it's pretty electric. It's uh, whenever the game's on, like you know, the fans they don't have to travel far to go to the game. So you know, it's seeing a section of black and a section of blue. It's basically fifty fifty split. And especially being at our house this week, it's uh, it's going to be pretty loud in there. It's going to be awesome to be a part of. I'd like to thank Mark Leggio, Ted Laurent, Taylor Powell, and Coach O for being on the show today. Ticats fans, make sure to get those tickets for Friday night's Battle of the QEW against the Argonauts. They always sell out quick. It's always a very hot ticket around the city, so make sure to get those Ticats tickets. Also, if you're coming to the game, make sure to take advantage of the $5 beer deal. That happens before kickoff to get yourself a little more revved up for the game a little more jacked up a little more excited that's all the time for me today i want to thank you for listening to tie cats today <laughs>